Hi guys, welcome back to the Goal Gunner Mindset pod- Podcast, or welcome to the Goal Gunner Mindset Podcast. My name is Ella Ringer, is your host, and we just had one of the best episodes I've ever had. It was so free-flowing. We talked all about the magic of inspiration and creativity and um, self-care and really my self-care routine and how I am able to, you know, change how I'm feeling when I'm going through dark times and just get a burst of inspiration of light and just my insights and epiphanies lately. I also do a tarot card reading for you at the end, which has a lot of beneficial signs and synchronicities, especially in your career and finances. Wow, I just looked up the time and it's 222. We have angel numbers. I explained a lot about um, angelic angel numbers, 333. That is a big resonant that I had throughout this whole entire podcast. And um, just so much messages that I felt I needed to share with you guys that were called and channeled through me. Maybe they are from your guides, whatever it may be. I'm not sure. But this podcast episode was very channeled. I know it's going to help a lot of you guys if you are going through a difficult time right now in regards to maybe your career, maybe just your dark night of the soul, maybe your ego, maybe just inner healing work, whatever you're going through if it's a difficult time this podcast is really 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 going to help you this episode specifically because i break down a lot of juicy interesting topics that i've learned recently that will definitely benefit you so thank you so much for listening and let's begin hello everyone and welcome back to the goal getter mindset podcast my name is ella ring rose and welcome to this episode So I recorded a podcast episode yesterday. If you haven't listened to it, I would recommend going back to 38 and listening to that before you listen to this one because it'll make, actually, it'll make a little bit more sense. But yesterday I was discussing how, you know, a lot of us can run away from pain and a lot of us can run away from wounds that need healing. And sometimes the most therapeutic and healing ways are to just sit with the pain and sit with the feeling and allow it to pass through. Um, I heard this beautiful quote, Victor Odo said it in one of his podcasts. I don't believe he was the one who made up the quote, but he said um, it was something along the lines of the only way to get out of it is to go through it. Something, something along those lines. And I think that really resonates with shadow work and um, healing and just sitting with your sadness and observing it from a third party and kind of allowing it to be there and comforting it. And so yesterday, that is what I did. And I woke up today with so much clarity, so much peace and wholeness again. I just felt like a whole different person today, waking up full of love, full of light. Um, And this goes back to the quote unquote dark night of the soul. I don't, I really don't like that name. I don't like labeling it something. I simply use that word. Um, because I think it's like what people understand it to be, which is going through shadow work or ego work. And um, I don't necessarily need, like, this is my belief in this current moment, it may change, but I believe, um, you know, it can happen in doses, not necessarily like, like, you can go in and out of um, feeling those sort of feelings, you know, you don't have to be in the shadow work for six months, even though that, that that can be for a lot of people. I've actually seen a lot of comments on the videos because when I was going through hard times, I was watching so much of these videos and people were saying they're going through it for so long. Uh, but today I feel really, really good. Um, I woke up and I journaled for about an hour and then I decided to read my book. I literally, um, I ordered a French press and I got it. I love, um, it's funny, like I like coffee. I don't necessarily rely on it for the caffeine because I can drink decaf. Um, and I feel I just enjoy the taste but it's more the whole ritual around coffee and the whole like French ambiance like I love like um, rituals and 
cute things like baths with like lavender oil and like making a whole ambiance around that whole scenario and so when I got my French press I got a really cute one and like I made my coffee and I poured it in my favorite mug and I laid I went into my living room and um it has a balcony so I could just see um you can see like all the other apartment blocks and you can see everyone else's balconies and at nighttime it's so beautiful because when you look around and you can kind of see like into everyone's little apartments and their little lives and it kind of makes your problems feel so much smaller than they are because sometimes when we're in our head we can think that um, the whole world evolves around us and us being so isolated and alone and then you just look out at the apartment and you see how much people are living their lives and watching their movies and looking after their kids and being in relationships and it's all so stunning um, but I went out and I just sat out in the living room and I read my book. I just finished um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I really took my time with that book. Um, actually, no, I think I have like five pages left. <laughs> that was a lie. Um, yeah, no, I definitely, I'm just looking at it here. I do. I have like one or two pages left. I don't know why I thought I finished it. Um, but I basically finished it and I did tarot cards, which have been very, very helpful for me. That is one thing that has really, really helped me lately um oracle cards or tarot cards i have both of them they're angel tarot cards angel um angel tarot cards angel oracle cards i think i'm gonna do a youtube video on them but um i did my tarot cards and i poured my french press coffee and i put a tiny bit of oat milk in it and it just was so lovely and it was the nicest coffee i'd ever had so much that I sat down and I recorded on my phone. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start like doing little vlogs for myself. So like in years to come, because I keep all my old phones and I, the other night I actually went back on my old phone and just cried. I was trying to heal the past in regards to Canada when I lived in Canada, because that was a time where I was really isolated. Um, I was very much in a hustle success mode of isolate yourself, success, win, um, and so I would work six days a week in the gym and come home and work on my business and self-development and just isolate. And it was a really, really lonely time for me um, being in the city and um, just being, I was 20 years old. I was 21 then as well because um, I had my birthday there, but um, it was a really difficult time for me. So I've been like looking back at that time with compassion and love for myself. And um, I want to do the same with my life now that I'm looking back in like 10 years, I can go back to my old phone because whenever I got a new phone, I don't sync the photos. I just like to have a fresh, clean slate. I actually, it actually baffles me how people get new phones and sync it back up to their like old photos. Like I, the whole point I actually get a phone is so I can clear it out without actually like deleting the, the images really um, having them on the old phone, I guess. And so I like vlogged it. I was like, this is the nicest coffee I've ever had. The coffee I had this morning was the nicest cup of coffee I've ever had in my entire life. And I vlogged it. And it's funny because the ego was like, you're so weird, Ella. Like you're vlogging your coffee and saying how delicious it is. And then I was like, that's funny. Like once you become an observer to your thoughts, it's fascinating. You're like, who is this entity in my mind being mean to me? And I was watching an interview by Jim Carrey um, a while ago. And it was saying, he was saying, once you become the observer of your thoughts, you start to question who is this observer because it is not your mind. It, it, it's really fascinating when you become observing to your thoughts. And this tripped my mind out for so long. I was like trying to make conceptualize it in my mind because again, the ego is so detached from source, um, high, like the universe, um, whatever higher, you know, higher intelligence, it's detached from that because it's the organ, it's the mind. Um, and so it can be really hard to conceptualize these things. But when you think about it, okay, when you're observing your thoughts, what is that? What is that thing observing your thoughts? Because you think your thoughts are you. So what is this thing observing you? I don't know, that really fascinated me. Um, and so I was like observing this like 
little narrative telling me you're so weird for vlogging your coffee but I know in like years to look down the line I'm gonna look back at that and be like oh so cute um it was the nicest cup of coffee I've ever had I'm not gonna lie oat milk is the bomb um but today's podcast I want to talk about self-care my little self-care ritual slash self-love ritual and there's something so angelic about the weekend and you know all days are just a society construct right like we just came up with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to enable workers to have the workflow that they do, the five day a week workflow, because in reality, days are just the nows, you know what I mean? So um, for a while I was like, oh, I don't even believe in days. And I was like, okay, Ali, you got to ground yourself a little bit. So now I look at Saturday and Sunday as my time off. I I mean, I'm working right now, I'm doing a podcast, but I I don't feel, when this creative like flow comes over me, I just want to work because like working, I don't, I don't even like calling this work because I love it so much. I'm so passionate about what I do. I love sharing my thoughts and just speaking my mind and my epiphanies and my insights, even though maybe next month it'll contradict exactly what I'm saying now. It's so funny. The more you grow and learn, the more you start to contradict your past self and their beliefs. It's really fascinating. But um, this, I don't even want to call this work. I just adore this. I've, it's like therapy to me. It's a part of therapy for me to be able to share my thoughts. And I know it helps a lot of people. And that just makes me so happy because podcasts and YouTube videos really helped me in the past when I was isolated and alone. And I just felt all of these emotions I didn't know how to deal with. It's just so nice listening to someone else on the other side of the podcast or the YouTube video. And this is why I love solo podcasts. I actually am a, the biggest fan of interviews. I actually don't like listening to them. Um, I mean, I've listened to some of Joe Rogan's and um, I like Aaron Dowdy's podcast a lot and I, I, I enjoy any of his interviews with like Lior or Paddy or Victor or all of those. But um, most of the time I really, really enjoy uh, solo podcasts. I find them more in- interactive and uh, funny, funnily enough um, and more raw and vulnerable and um, you can connect to the person. So yeah, I want to talk about self-care or um, self-love. I know there's a big difference between the two. I think self-love is literally just having unconditional love for yourself regardless of the external tools you're doing such as the bath or the um, reading but um, yeah so yesterday I just sat with my pain I really let it pass through and then today I woke up and I said you know I feel really good today I want to just do a little self-care day and so yeah like I said I did the tarot and I want to go through all of these little routines I'm going to be doing a morning routine because my morning routine is constantly switching up and one of the biggest things that has actually become more of a part of my life is tarot cards um angel cards they really really help me because with the ego and when I say ego I mean the mind (laughs) when I talk about the mind um it's very fascinating because sometimes with the clutter of the mind and the chaos chaos regardless if you do breath work or meditation or journaling um it can be sometimes hard to um hear those little insights of wisdom when it's being blocked out by the ego and again that's where meditation comes in to really help you But angel cards, I find, are just such a nice way to just get a clear, concise message from your spirit guides or angel guardians, if you believe in that sort of thing. I certainly do. Um, I'm more interested in angel guardians rather than spirit guides, Um, even though I believe in both of them. uh, My mind just can't conceptualize how many. I'm like, that's so many people for one person. (laughs) But yeah, I've been doing angel tarot cards and they've really, really been helping me. And I pick three usually for mind, body and spirit. But sometimes... I feel called to do four and sometimes I call I, I get called to do five and it's fascinating to me how they're so accurate and I used to be the biggest skeptic with tarot cards I remember actually I recorded a vlog also sorry I know this is um 
not sorry sorry I've got to stop apologizing um side note when I sat down my laptop battery charger was at 33 percent and I sat down to record at 133 um and I feel like I've been seeing 333 and 222 more than ever before I used to always see 444 but 222 and 333 I've been seeing seeing more than ever so at the end I want to do a tarot card reading and I also want to give the definition of the angel numbers 333 because I feel cold to tell you guys what that meaning is because it might resonate it will resonate with you um but yeah so I have been really enjoying it but I remember doing a vlog about a year or two ago going to a tarot card reading and I thought it was all baloney I didn't believe in any of it um and funnily enough the girl who did the card reading everything she had said manifested she knew that I was going to move to a country she knew that I was going to meet someone she knew all of these different things at the time which happened um but then I also think um my egoic mind is like well did that not just manifest because she set that intention in your mind but either way um I think tarot cards these tarot cards aren't necessarily predicting your future they're not like um, oh, you like a man's going to come into your life. They're more like emotions, compelling signs and things to feel now in the moment, in the present. So they really, really helped me gain clarity and insights. But basically I was doing the tarot cards today and I had, um, I pulled the cards and it's crazy how you can feel such a burning desire to pick a certain card. It's like this knowing within you, you feel guided and drawn to a certain card. And I pulled the deck and one of the cards was sleepless nights and um, needing to write down my dreams. And that blew me away because I always write down my dreams, but for some reason I didn't write down my dreams today, but I had a nightmare last night and I never get nightmares. I, I really don't remember the last of my nightmares. I think the last of my nightmares I was maybe like six or seven and maybe eight. I remember I always used to have a nightmare. I didn't, um, waffling on doesn't matter, but um, I had a night, not a nightmare last night, but I had a dream that I was on a boat and I could see a family member of mine dead on a boat opposite me. Well, dying, we had left them there to die and they were just about to pass away and I just saw the body and it, it was awful and I woke up at 4am and I couldn't sleep for three hours it really freaked me out especially I was in the apartment alone and I just felt like um I, I just felt so uncomfortable and so like confused because the, the the family member I guess is kind of at a really old age I mean I yeah you know like it's just uh, a part of life you know the older they get the closer to death unfortunately but um actually we're spiritual beings have a temporary body experience but yeah this dream really startled me and I remember I couldn't sleep for ages and I I didn't really think much of it and then I pulled the card and um I decided to write down that dream again and try and figure it out and maybe I realized maybe subconscious belief is maybe I just worry about a certain family member um Actually, I can say, actually, no, I didn't want to say because then it's like weird that I'm like speaking about a certain, but it's it's an older, really old, my grandmother passed away um, a couple months ago and I think maybe that pain started to symbolize another family member who was old. I, th- I, I believe that's a subconscious meaning. So it's just really fascinating writing this sort of stuff out. Um, but yeah, no, the, it really helped me. I wrote down my dreams and I kind of conceptualized and made sense of all of that sort of stuff, but um, tarot cards have really really helped me and I used to really really not like them but they just give me meaning and um, I was watching this podcast from Aaron Dowdy if you can't tell I love Aaron Dowdy's work I think he's incredible um, and one thing he said is tarot cards and all of these things and crystals they're all tools but they do not control your birthright you are in control of your destiny and how you decide to live your life so I really enjoyed him saying that though because there has been times where I've pulled a tarot card that's negative and I'm like I don't want this to be my reality and I have the choice then to decide to not use that as like the definition of whatever. So I thought that was really, really cool. 
Um, but yeah, so I woke up, I read, I did my tarot cards and I just feel like a flow of creativity. And one thing, um, you guys may know, um, I've mentioned it here and there, but I'm currently writing a book and I decided to set this intention around four months ago. And when I moved back to Ireland, I started the book and I actually wrote many chapters and what I realized because I then moved into my apartment and I'm I'm not gonna lie guys how much I manifested this apartment and my room is stunning and it's beautiful I don't get the creative flow that I get when I'm in the countryside or where I'm near the sea there's something about me in the sea and when I'm older I would 100% want to have a house or an apartment right in front of the sea because there's something I've always been drawn to the sea since I was a little girl And I always get so much inspiration. And when you open your window and you just see like other apartments or, um, I mean, I do have view of the trees and stuff, but I don't know what it is. Me and the sea, um, it, it really channels like creativity through my veins. And I find it really hard to get creative here. Um, I find it quite difficult a little bit, but, um, wait, why did I get into that? Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. So basically then when I moved into the apartment, um, I stopped writing that book and about a month ago I decided to re actually not even a month ago I'd say like two weeks ago I'm moving back from Greece that's when I coming back from Greece I was like no in Greece I decided this oh sorry it doesn't matter timeline doesn't matter but um, I was really called to start this book again and I look back at all the chapters and I realized how it was all being written for my ego and I think that's why I didn't feel right Um, I was coming at it from more the standpoint of I know everything and I'm going to teach you it all and that's not the case at all and I want it to be more of like a heartfelt like I want this book to just be so full of love and laughter and joy and the reason I've never felt more cold in my entire life to do something than write this book right now like of course when I've made my courses or done certain videos I feel cold but there's this just deep innate knowing within me that this is what I need to be doing right now. Like this is the project I'm focusing on. Yes, YouTube. Um, YouTube is actually going to take a back burner. I think I'm going to do like one or two videos a week. Nothing. I'm not going to go full force with YouTube and podcasts. I just adore. I'll never stop doing podcasts. Trust me. But this book just feels like the thing I need to do right now. And I'm so grateful and I've been doing it and it's been so healing for me. And um, I got my creati- creativity back once coming back from Greece in this Um, apartment especially this morning I woke up with like so much ideas and I got really excited and giddy and happy again um and um I've just been feng shuiing my room and I moved my desk around to a certain area and now I have all this creativity and I'm like oh my god okay I need to talk about feng shui because I moved my desk around to a different area and now I feel like all of this wisdom flowing through me like just to help people and um it's really exciting but um I've been writing like crazy um and I'm really, really enjoying it, but it's, I've just never felt something that feels more right and more cold to do than this book right now, and it's funny because as a kid, I was obsessed with fiction. My favorite author was Jacqueline Wilson, and you may know her, but I was obsessed with that girl. Um, When I went back into hospital, you guys may know I had a hip condition. I was in a hospital for months at a time. Actually, maybe it wasn't. I just felt like it was month at the time. But I remember my mom brought me to a secondhand bookstore. Actually, it wasn't secondhand. I think it was just a regular bookstore in my hometown. And I picked out a book called The Cat Mummy by Jacqueline Wilson. And I read that book in hospital after my surgery. I couldn't walk. I couldn't leave the hospital bed. I actually um, have so much trauma that from 
that specific time I remember like there was like this button they'd give you to use the bathroom and it wouldn't work for me and I remember I'd be crying as a little girl in in bed because at night like I needed to go to the toilet and like the button wouldn't work for like hours and I'd be crying and the nurses wouldn't come and um I felt like an abandonment because I'm like identifying like a lot of subconscious things but anyway sorry I'm rambling this is very free-flowing but I like the I love the free flow podcast I just don't like structure is not my middle name but anyway I was reading the book The Cat Mummy and opposite me another girl was going through the same anesthetics as me and she was in hospital she couldn't move and she was reading The Lottie Project by Jacqueline Wilson and now understanding the universe and how we're all in a simulation and how everything's connected I believe I manifested her sitting opposite me to read that book next so that was the next book I read and I ended up buying every single book she has ever written um well to that date anyway I I had so many of her books I read all of them you know the cat mummy Vicky's angel like oh I can't even remember the names I was obsessed with Jacqueline Wilson and she was my safe haven she was my everything a place where I could escape and be the main character in the book and I've always been kind of like um into creativity and into like little enchanted things like that and um it really saved me through really difficult time in my life when I was in and out of hospital in and out of wheelchairs in and out of surgeries in and out of casts in and out of um you know not really having a lot of um how would you say not a lot of freedom because I couldn't walk I couldn't really do anything I had my it wasn't like my leg was in a cast. It was like this um, metal pole that would have to hold my leg up. So I literally couldn't even get up from my bed without someone carrying me because I had this metal sprain. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like a whole pole holding my leg up with a massive cast around me. And there was so much, so much crap. Um, not crap, sorry, that's not the right word, but so much like trauma and books were something that really, 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 really helped me so much so much and I want and and then basically Jacqueline Wilson came out with a book uh, I can't remember what it was called but it was her life story and she had all her books were fiction all her books were about um you know uh stories and fictional characters and girls it was definitely for the preteens and she wrote a book about her life and how she wanted to become a writer I remember I was so obsessed with the fact I found out her favorite animal was a lemur and so I decided from that day on my favorite animal was a lemur and my favorite color was turquoise and black because her favorite colors were turquoise and black and it's funny because one of my still favorite animals is a lemur because I've lodged that in there but um a lemur and a turtle but <laughs> a lemur and a turtle um <laughs> but basically she read this wrote this book about her life and I remember always setting an intention as a little girl saying I kind of want to be like her I want to write a book and I think the reason I feel so cold to do this is because I'm still somewhat in my immaturity. I don't want to say immaturity because I would consider myself an old soul and I'm, I would consider myself mature, but still in this young essence of being in her early 20s girl, I want to capture this knowledge, this insights, my belief, my paradigm from now, because I know in 20 years I will be a completely different person. Um, and so I want to capture that in a book so I can help people within the same age range as me so the book is definitely targeted it's going to be I mean anyone can read it all ages you know there's no conformity no rules of obviously but I just feel I want to capture this in a book not only for me because this book is actually helping me a lot it's healing me a lot I'm able to flood my creativity into something other than YouTube and podcasts because you know I've been doing YouTube for nearly four years and um sometimes a new outlet of creativity is something that is called upon you 
um, and that's completely accepted. That's why I don't really like to conform myself simply as a YouTuber. Um, I know a lot of people used to ask me, oh, what do you do? I go, oh, I'm a YouTuber. And now I go, oh, I work online. That's just what I say. Um, but I just want to capture this book in all its essence and maybe naivety. Is naivety a word? Naiveness. Um, and just the essence. And I just want it to be a book where when people read it, it's just full of love and laughter and insight, some wisdom and spirituality and manifestation but mainly spirituality and just um I'm it's just really exciting and I just feel really happy that that that's my purpose right now and it just makes me really happy because I I think everyone needs purpose in their life and some sort of devotion towards a craft whether it be a goal or not you know whether it just be free-flowing art or um you know anything and writing has been so amazing for me and I really really enjoy it so much and yeah I'm really really excited so that's been helping me a lot but um yeah I've just been you know taking time to do things that make my soul happy and I think that's really the the, the purpose of this podcast is to do self-care activities you know a lot of people might link a bath to self-care but if you don't enjoy a bath don't do it you know and I think that's the exciting part is you can go out into the world and the wilderness and find things that set your soul on fire some people it's hip-hop dancing some people it's yoga some people it's breath work some people it's um collaging and scrapbooking I used to love making scrapbooks it could be drawing it could be writing it could be journaling journaling has definitely changed my life journaling is like the number one thing that has saved me and helped me and I came across journaling I think three years maybe even four years ago. no no it was around three years ago um I decided to start journaling um my mom was a journaler all her life and I'd always observe it growing up and I would I started the habit with once a week and I would just write anything and I was paranoid people would see it so I wasn't opening up to my full authentic self and now god knows I write everything in that journal Um, but journaling has been the number one thing that has I'm so grateful that that has been a habit that is ingrained in me because I can't not do it I if I were on a desert deserted island and I had two things to get it would be a journal and a pen I would literally fast. I wouldn't even ask for food. Journaling would be the first thing I would ask for. Um, it has just helped me. And I just write whatever I'm thinking. I write my dreams. I write my thoughts. I write my pain. I write my sadness, my happiness. And no, it will not manifest. I think a lot of people, I speak a lot about scripting on my channel, my YouTube channel. And I think a lot of people think that scripting, if you write down stuff, it'll magically come true. And um. I mean, it will. I believe in scripting. I mean, but a lot of people think if they write sad stuff, then that will come true. But if whatever is coming from the inside out and um, the trap trauma, it's going to manifest regardless because it's lodged in our subconscious mind and the world is going to keep reflecting back and mirroring back our pain until we decide to deal with it. And so you can either choose to shine the light in the trauma yourself or the world's going to manifest it for you regardless. So I, I want to clear that up because I know a lot of people had a bit of confusion about that. Um, I could do a whole podcast all on how the world reflects and mirrors back everything. Everything you experience is a mirror. And it could be hard, it can be a really tough pill to swallow. But the more I decide to come to terms with this, the more everything starts to make sense. And I gain a ton more clarity on how I'm feeling and the why I'm doing the things the way I do them and why I do certain things um, and all of that sort of stuff. But yeah, I just feel really, really good today. And I think I'm gonna... Wait, I didn't even... <laughs> 
didn't even explain my whole Saturday Sunday thing, did I? I was talking about the weeks and I went into a long tangent. This is Ella's. I'm a very deep thinker. There's no small talk with me around. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is the thing I love about a Saturday. And, oh no, I did talk, I don't know. Saturday and Sunday are just days where I really just enjoy letting loose and just relaxing. And there's just something so comforting about knowing that it's a Saturday and you don't really have to do anything. Like if this were a Tuesday right now, I, I probably would feel a bit of guilt because of if you're an entrepreneur, social conditioning, you know, Monday to Friday, you should be hustling, you should be working. And um, I think there's just this nice kind of free pass on the weekends to just relax and be and simply be, I guess. So that's how I'm feeling. But um, yeah, I've just been taking time to self-care and just have compassion and love for myself and accept how I feel and the way I feel and if I feel sad I feel sad I'm not trying to run away from it if I feel inspired I I feel inspired and um I think big magic that I just finished that book it's all about creativity maybe that's why oh my god maybe that's why I feel so creative but I wanted to read a page from the book I actually thought it was so powerful that I actually wrote it all out in my journal I wrote the two pages out but it really is something that I think a lot of us need to hear um from both ways if you have fear holding you back from doing thing you desire or the polar opposite of you thinking you're better than everyone else and trying to prove yourself to the world this is going to help you if you are on either sides of those poles and there's nothing wrong with being on either side of those poles I think um you know if you have fear you're given compassion like oh it's okay don't worry do you don't to be scared but if you have like a big ego people are like you're wrong whereas like um, I think there's nothing wrong with either at the end of the day you're just craving love because the ego is always fear so um, I want to explain this where is this page oh we all spend our 20s and 30s trying so hard to be perfect because we're so worried about what people will think of us then we get into our 40s and 50s and we finally start to feel free because we decide that we don't give a damn what anyone thinks of us but you won't be completely free until you reach your 60s and 70s. When you finally, finally realize this liberating truth, nobody was ever thinking about you anyhow. They aren't. They weren't. They never were. People are mostly just thinking about themselves. People don't have time to worry about what you're doing or how well you're doing it because they're all caught up in their own dramas. People's attention may be drawn to you for a moment if you succeed or fail spectacularly and publicly, for instance, but that attention will soon enough revert right back to where it's always been, on themselves. While it may seem lonely and horrible at first to imagine that you aren't anyone else's first order of business, there's also a great release to be found in this idea. You are free because everyone is too busy fussing over themselves to worry all that much about you. Go be whomever you want to be then. Do whatever you want to do. Pursue whatever fascinates you and brings you to life. Create whatever you want to create and let it be stupendously imperfect because it's exceedingly likely that nobody will even notice. And that's awesome. And that page really hit me for a numerous different reasons. Also, I had like this just little epiphany right there. Hey, isn't it fascinating that you can tell when someone's reading something um, then when someone's speaking from the heart? Like you can you can hear in their tone of voice when they're reading versus when they're not I was listening to this podcast a girl released and you could tell she was reading from a script the entire time and it was just so interesting hearing the like how how are we able to pick that up I don't know but the thing about that is for example me for so many years I gave myself such a hard time for being someone who likes being alone or being an introvert or 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 desiring to have friends yet still being alone there was a lot of times in my life where I every especially in Ireland I think that that comes up is when I spend the weekend in by myself and because I've just fallen out of partying I just I don't like I just prefer having things with it with a different meaning of substance um 
I would always feel like, oh, Ella, you're so weird. Why aren't you out there like having fun? Like you're such a loser. You're such a loner. People are going to think these things. That's it, it wasn't necessarily because I enjoyed staying alone, right? It wasn't like I was saying like, oh, Ella, why are you? For my understanding, it was from an, a third eye perspective. Someone looking at me and going, why does Ella always stay on the weekend? Why does she always do all this? And then when I read that quote, it just brought up that emotion and that kind of memory of me always kind of giving myself a hard time for doing the things that I do, such as reading tarot cards. Like sometimes I'd be like, oh, you're so weird for doing this. Do we say that because we think that or because we think other people will think that? And the fear, uh, uh, this is the conclusion I kind of came up with about a year ago, which is because our ego is so mean to us, the reasoning behind it being so mean to us is because we don't want anyone else to see the truth that we are. So we criticize ourselves before someone else can. So we get less hurt because we don't want to be hurt. So if we think that we've gained weight, we will address that and say, oh, I've gained weight before anyone else can say that because we want to hurt ourselves before anyone else does. That was a conclusion I came up with. But reading that, it just made me realize no one is freaking thinking about me no one is thinking oh why is that on on the weekend nobody cares and it's such a liberating feeling once you kind of address that and realize that because I remember there's some points in your life where you think the whole world evolves around you but it doesn't and you have evolved around your whole life you have the decision to do but it's not no one else's business really and that page really really helped me and it, it can be difficult to hear but then it also is so exciting you're like oh my god I can do anything I'm running when I read that page this like message went through me that was like Ali you should move to Paris for a year I was like I might move to I mean I I I completely forget that I'm only 22 and I don't have necessarily a resource um like a job in a certain area and I was like you know what when this lease goes up I might move to Paris for a year I might move to Italy for a year I don't know and I got such a giddiness and excitement being like I can do what I want which is a cool like insight so I hope that like insight helped you um but yeah if you are feeling down sit with it you know sit with it and allow it to be and then if you feel called to and I say called to because I don't want you to try and force yourself to do these things if you don't feel called to do them because I think sitting with your pain is the most powerful thing you can do but if you feel called to read your book or do your tarot or do your journaling or your meditation or light a few candles have a bubble bath put your salt lamp lamps on look in the mirror cry listen to sound music whatever it may be do it and this, that's what I woke up today feeling like doing. And I'm going to order sushi later. I've been doing OMAD again. I've gone back to eating one large meal a day, like a few different meals in like one sitting. Um, and I've been really, really enjoying it. I feel like, I feel like on fire when I fast. It's really interesting. Um, if you don't know what it is, intermittent fasting, it's just when you don't eat um, for a certain amount of time in a window and your body reaches a state of ketosis, it fasts. Also... I did have oat milk in my coffee, I had a splash of it. So a lot of people would say that like spikes your insulin and breaks the ketosis, but I don't really do it for the the keto like the ketosis part. It's more of just giving my body a break. I don't know. Anyway, I, don't correct me on that because <laughs> I'm still gonna have my coffee with my oat milk. But um, yeah, that's how I've been feeling. I just felt really cold to this podcast. They really helped me. I've really been enjoying doing it on the microphone. I know my last ones were doing it on the phone and I was listening to them back and listening to how crap the audio was on my phone compared to the microphone I thought the audio on my phone was good and it is good but then when you compare it to like a high quality mic you're like okay it is my duty and my obligation now to do it on the mic so I hope you guys like the mic um also it's good because I'm away from my phone but I want to firstly give you guys the angelic number 333 I have this calling to tell you guys 333 um for some reason because I've been seeing it everywhere 
So I'm just going to pull up an article right here because I actually don't know what it means. <laughs> I always Google them and I never, I always forget them. Um, the number three repeated three times means that you are protected and surrounded by one or more ascended masters who once walked the face of the earth. So maybe spirit, spirit guides. The divine number 333 can often show up after prayer or meditation to let you know that ascended masters are with you and they are here to guide you in your life at this particular time. Oh my gosh, maybe my ascended masters were the ones speaking through me. Maybe I wasn't speaking right now. That was someone helping me. Ascended masters are high frequency divine beings. Um, you are being assured that they are heard. Um, they heard your call for help. With this knowing, you start to remember that this is the reason why you keep seeing 333 everywhere. On your path of the discovery, discovery with 333 as your divine guide, you are going through a revolution within yourself that strengthens you. You are allowing the divine spirit to grow within you by practicing love for all living things, by living an honest life, by being kind, and by helping others in the best way you can. This is so accurate, you guys. As you allow the divine to expand more within you, you discover that you are naturally pushing out your ego, the false self, when you realize there is no room for the ego or the false self to live within you. You begin to live a life with a higher spiritual consciousness. This means you become more aware of who you truly are. And simply put, you become Christ-like or Buddha-like. Guys, this is crazy. With this awareness, you realize that knowledge is found within you because it lives within you. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting giddy now. It represents your true self and it is an existence of the creator within you. In the end, learning about your true self will move you forward. And ultimately, it is the way to knowing your creator and the path that prepares and leads you to the next stage of your life progression. All in all, the reason why you keep seeing the angel number 33 appear in front of you is that you are being divinely supported on the journey back to the creation back to the creator the more you know your creator the more you will think like the creator and eventually you will finally understand what it truly means to be one with the creator being one with the creator is knowing thyself guys that is the most accurate thing i've ever heard that is everything we just spoke about in that podcast that is crazy that is amazing i love that so much that resonated very well i hope that resonates with you as well um also side note this is really really random but I was watching some of Christina Lopez's videos on YouTube she's an incredible spiritual teacher online and I came across one of her videos and it's titled I'm gay and also a spiritual teacher so what she's basically um she is gay um and she is a spiritual teacher and I stumbled across this one comment that shook my heart to the core which I I just felt like I had to share it with you guys. I don't know why. But um, I think with religion, it can, you know, separate. I think at the end of the day, we are all one. And oneness is a big thing I like to teach and make us realize that we are all one. We are connected. No one is better than other. The only thing that makes us think we are better than others is the ego, the false self, believing our identities of who we are, our income, our job. We believe we're more because of our ego self, the false self, when in reality, we're literally just energy spiraling around. Like if you go out from the universal aspect of it in quantum physics, but um, with um, a lot of people in religion, some things can be wrong and right and all of these different things. And I respect everyone's religion, everyone's beliefs. I believe everyone has free speech as well. That's a huge thing. Um, but one of the comments, it said, if you experience God from a book, then he only lives in a book. If you experience God with their hearts, then God exists in their hearts. And I just, that shook me to the core because I know there are some religions that, you know, frown upon um, the LGBT community. And when I read that, my heart just like 
was so happy reading that comment because it really struck me with so much different things of people maybe saying that's wrong that's right and at the end of the day it's within and whatever you believe within um I hope that made sense but yeah I thought that was so beautiful I just loved that comment I just thought it was so powerful um so uh, you can read as much spiritual books as you like but as it's the most important thing is the within and connecting with that source feeling um okay so i'm gonna pull some tarot cards um i'm gonna shuffle them i've become an epic shuffler may i say okay so i picked three cards and one fell out of the deck so that means we had to pick four um it was very cold so the first one is the five of earth um fears fears surrounding money the wisdom to ex accept help from others uncertain self-employment wow okay I think this is very resonant because I know a lot of my listeners may be going through fear with money right now in regards to the pandemic and losing jobs I think that's really resonant because this this deck is for the audience I believe um that's that's what I'm kind of getting at here but let me pull up the definition I think that really resonates with a lot of people right now so you're too focused upon what you don't have. A mentality of lack is creating a lack reality through the law of attraction. Help is close by, but your pessimism is preventing you from recognizing it. It's time to reassess your thoughts, the words you use, and your beliefs around money. Stop complaining and accept any assistance that's offered. Fortunately, matters are going to improve and your unpresent feelings are only temporary. In the meantime, it's important that you care for your physical and emotional health. So the additional meaning of the card is uncertain um, self-employment, financial downturns, unsuccessful legal battles maybe. And that was the card that fell out. So I think that was called maybe upon if you are a listener, maybe reassess your beliefs around money and realize we are living in an abundant world and how can you change this and start to embody a feeling of abundance and that will then return in the law of attraction in your world and not to too much not to take your thoughts too seriously and live in the future because then that is what you were living in your mind and you I mean your body and you think that's reality when in actuality it's just the now that's all we have so allow yourself to reassess maybe your thoughts around money and clear any blockages I actually have a guided money meditation I'll leave the sh uh, it in the show notes of this episode if you want to check that out okay the next one is the nine of water your wish your wish comes true concerns fade away a love of life okay I feel like that one resonates with me for sure it's the nine of water okay your wish comes true that's what you've prayed you've you've prayed for finally manifests your your concerns should now fade as your efforts are rewarded financial hopes are currently realized good fortune follows you so that aligns perfectly with the last card which is the moment you now um reassess the thoughts financial uh, matters are going to come into your hands so good fortune is going to follow you the simple pleasures in life around luxury and material comforts come to you you're surrounded by beauty happiness and contentment and so the additional meaning of the card is like love of life it's pleasure pleasure it's freedom um, things working out um, the way you hoped and a sense of satisfaction so that's amazing the next one is the eight of earth okay skilled work is rewarded learning all there is to know about a topic going back to school this is fascinating i have pulled this card out of my deck um probably five times in the past day which is crazy um so your heart is in your work or studies you're committed to learning about your career your vocation or project you're definitely on the right path i mean the right track your dedication skills and talents are appreciated and you will soon be rewarded 
skills there's more to learn consider taking classes related to your interests or profession a serious commitment to study or research is now called for it may take time to go back to school and so the additional meanings of the card are like craftsmanship apprenticeship diligence attention to detail wow so all of these cards are very much and wow i look up and it's angel numbers seven seven um okay these cards are very linked to career and your finances so maybe this is a time for new breakthroughs and new inspiration maybe wisdom maybe take out a journal once this podcast is over and write down things that maybe might enhance your business or your career or something to do along that matter that's kind of what I'm picking up here and then the last one is the six of earth oh my gosh okay guys this was all about career this is crazy so this one is gifts of money time or effort new career opportunities receiving a loan or paying off debts okay this is crazy because the card this tarot deck is not about finances or work Um, I feel like I picked the only cards in the entire deck all about career so this is definitely been resonant to you guys this is crazy if you are um you know maybe aspiring entrepreneur or your your work or whatever it may be so abundance is on the way the universe loves a grateful heart and rewards gratitude with more abundance you may be the recipient i can't say that word recipient recip i can't know anyway of this bounty or you may be the giver gifts may be monetary or take some other forms such as opportunity advice and so forth new career opportunities present themselves involving those who can be relied upon to be fair and responsible promotions bonuses and financial rewards um, are all possible at this time and so the additional meanings of this card are profit sharing receiving a loan the paying off of debts celebration of joy well done wow that is crazy guys because that is literally all to do with career and i really hope that was resonating with you in some way and i hope it helped you in some way and it all sounds good to you because that's crazy that's never happened to me before Um, where I've pulled all kind of similar themes of cards they're usually quite diversified so that's fascinating too but um, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast I love you all so much as you guys do know I have the 21 day manifestation challenge in the show notes this um, is a 21 day manifestation challenge that helps you align with your higher self so connect more with the soul and align yourself through high vibrational activities such as meditation I give you um, scripting guidelines I give you affirmation pillars I give you a one hour masterclass one and a half hour masterclass all on the crafting of manifestation and angel numbers and synchronicities and I give you vlogs and all of this good stuff and there's a Facebook group with nearly a thousand incredible like-minded people and just beautiful stuff as long as the goal along with the goal getter mindset academy I can't talk now time to eat um you guys I don't really talk about the goal getter mindset academy anymore and I really should because it's a seven-week transformational course that literally takes you from a to z in a matter of weeks and transforms your inner world to reflect back reflect back the outer world that you truly desire so that's all something in the show notes if you want to check it out but um yeah you know my youtube instagram all that good stuff i really appreciate you listening to the end of the podcast i'm so grateful for each and every one of you let me know what you thought of the podcast if you want to send me a message on instagram i always um i always read them i can't reply to everyone because i got a lot but i do read them all and i do appreciate you um listening to them it means the absolute world to me you guys have no idea how grateful I am I've always had a love for podcasts it's funny I feel very throwback to when I was younger when I first started my podcast I would shut the blinds and turn on all the candles and the lights and that's what I've done today and I feel a sense of nostalgia nostalgia uh deja vu um to back when I was 20 years old and I was doing this podcast and I just loved it podcasts have been like my favorite thing it's funny and this is a secret between me and you but 
I prefer doing podcasts than YouTube videos. Um, although YouTube is more my passion in the sense of I love my live streams and I love all these like live streams is why I love YouTube so much. But podcasts are like a whole different ballpark for me that I absolutely love. But um, have a fantastic blessed weekend, day, whatever time you're listening to this. I love you all so much and namaste.